Hey, you guys, so this is episode two of Ugh, You're So Good, and we had the first half of the conversation you're about to hear on episode one. So if you haven't listened to episode one, go do that. And here we go. Okay, my question is what I asked you earlier, which is obviously like the obvious thing that you're great at is... Singing. You're like a blatantly amazing singer. Thank you. And that's like probably what you're most famous for. But what do you feel like your greatest talent is? I honestly, I feel like singing is a strong talent of mine, but I, I just like know 100 singers who just, I'm not even being self deprecating, just technically are more proficient at singing <laughs> than me. So I feel, I genuinely feel like my strongest talent is, um, I, I do feel like I'm just creative. I'm, mm-hmm. I like, I, and I know, I feel like I know what people are going to like. I yeah. feel like I know how to create emotion in a song or I know how to cr- uh, create a product that someone's going to be like, oh shit, yeah. I love this. You and I, are, I love that. Oh, sorry. No, go. I had nothing to say. <laughs> I was going to compliment you. Thank I feel you. like you're like, Ryan Seacrest was like a famous, like, what is that called? When you're like a, no, like first American Idol, he's like the MC, Uh, whatever it's called, host, host, host. thank you, Jesus. Um, um, (laughs) And, and like, that's what he was first famous for, but he's really like a brilliant producer and like low key, how much money has he made on the Kardashians? Like, it's crazy, right? The fact that he produces that. It's amazing. And I, I actually, Taddy, my best friend, and I talked about this for years, how we, we, I feel like you're the same. I feel like you're like. Okay, like, wow, thank you. I know, honey. <laughs> um, I feel like obviously you're an amazing musician and like you're a singer and that's like step one for you. But I feel like you're like a visionary. I feel like you're a producer. Uh, ah, this is gonna- literally <laughs> giving me chills. You're making me so happy. And thank you. And you're going to like make all sorts of things. Like you're just like, because you're always so good at projects. Like you always have all these like new ideas and new projects. Yeah, and thank you're you. like making them happen. So thank you for saying that. You're welcome. That's really sweet. What would you say you're a. Minus? Yeah. Um, I think mine is I'm good at my like the one thing I feel like I was actually born with that's just natural is like I'm good at getting good at something. Yes, you're you work so hard. You'll sing Love on Top every single day for two years <laughs> until you can get every single key change. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I feel like I am like understand what it takes to get from A to B. But the yeah. only problem with that is I actually have to really, really be excited by it and like care. If I don't no, care, same, I could give up. I don't same, care. Same. Like I do not care that I'll never play. Like I'll never be good at sports. Like that I literally couldn't. I yeah, don't yeah, care. Yeah. I don't feel sad about it. And working hard <laughs> is something you don't care about. Is like literally brutal. It's like brutal. every minute feels it's like brutal. an hour. But if I'm excited about it, like I, it's like with songwriting. Like I don't think I. I always had like a ability to write songs. Like I'm musical, but I wrote like hundreds until I figured out how to write them. Like not. I don't. Yeah. I, now I think I'm a good songwriter, but I don't think I was just like naturally a good songwriter. I think I was naturally good at. Working hard. Right. And so I, like, I was able to... And how did you develop that work ethic? Was it your parents? Or is it just um, naturally yeah, that's, in that's, you? that's my dad. I mean, he is that way. That's a good question. Whoa, I love when we get serious. Yeah, let's um, get into <laughs> Nitty-gritty, I mean, honey. Okay, cheers. Cheers. I'm going to do like another quarter of this because I'm afraid. Um, yeah, I think it's my dad. I think it's like like we just had a... We, were just, we just grew up with like a... You just work hard. That was just the vibe. Always. Just I, oh my god, I have this really vivid memory actually of wanting to like watch a TV show with my parents. I was probably like nine, mm-hmm. and 
my dad said like he was like my dad they weren't strict like I never got grounded we didn't have like serious rules it was more just like up, it's up to you like if you want to do this like this is what you have to do like suffer your own consequences like that was the that was the vibe yeah, in the house. Yeah. like we never got oh in trouble God, yeah which is really effective but I remember being like nine or ten years old and I was like in piano lessons and I had really small hands and <laughs> <laughs> my teacher was making me literally <laughs> squeeze a tongs like literally like really? just like a workout like a squeeze a tongs like for a hundred times a night or something. I forget what it was. Like Whoa. squeezing. I, I wish you guys could see my hands, but you get what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and I remember I was trying to like get, like sit with my parents to watch the TV show. My, my dad's like, you can watch it, but not till you do those. You can either just go to sleep or go do the tong squeezes. And I like, it's like, Wah! like threw a fit, like scream. But like eventually I was downstairs, like fucking doing the tong squeezes. So I, get- <laughs> I cannot deal with this story. <laughs> no, no, no. I, mean, I, I have the same type of thing though. My parents would be like, my parents would be like, you, I mean, if you don't do your homework, you're in a lot of trouble, but right. like, you do what you want. It was kind of like. Yeah, yeah, suffer your own consequences. Exactly. And then I just like developed this anxiety. Yeah. I like, I literally couldn't fall asleep unless I did my homework. <laughs> yeah, no, totally same. Yeah. And it's like the same reason I text you 1,000 times being like, how we schedule on this person for the yeah. podcast? Because I can't help myself. I know. It's also the cutest thing because she's always like, am I annoying the shit out of you? I was like, literally zero. No, I literally sent you a voice memo today being like, I'm sorry that I sucked all the fun out of this podcast. I was like, you made it more fun. (laughs) Uh, Song you could listen to every single day and not get tired. Um, I think X Factor by Lauren Hill. Work, what a choice. Because it's perfect. It's it's like my literal favorite voice. Like literally the, the my favorite moment of all singing ever is you can't run away. That was really pretty. Was I got old baby. That literal moment is like my favorite moment of Vocal singing I've ever heard. Ever. Wow. Because her heart, like she just like has like every single note is like dripping with emotion, which is like yeah. all I need. She's like felt shit. Yes. So Did that that, that album me. is the best. One of the best of all time. I mean, it's like unbelievable. That's not I listen to forever. I also could listen to Dreams by Fleetwood Mac probably every day. I have not heard that. Yes, you have. I um, have not. I'm an uncultured swine. only happens when it's raining. You've heard this song. I might have. I'm Wait, stressed please. out. Oh, um, um, now here you go again, you say. I'm You'd recognize I'm just like distracted by how pretty you are. Oh my song. God. Thank you. I don't even know what mine would be. I mean, I, I want to say Halo because it's like my well, most played yeah. song. But, well, yeah, definitely. That would yeah. be one I could listen to every day. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like something Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Oh I can God. listen to Jasmine on repeat forever. All her albums. You got everything. me into Jasmine Sullivan because at first I was like, this feels painful when she you sings. You told me that. You're at like, it hurts it, my throat. It, it, sound, it sounds like it hurts. But once I've gotten past the fact that like clearly it doesn't hurt because or else she'd be in like serious trouble. <laughs> yeah, she's been like singing like that since she was 11. <laughs> then I'm like, and then I watched that video of her singing what is it, Home? Home, when she's 11. Holy shit. Everyone pause the podcast again and Google <laughs> Literally. Jasmine Sullivan, 11 years old, Home. It's like the most amazing vocal performance. I'm not, I, not to be super dramatic, yeah. but it's my favorite <laughs> video on the internet. I'm not kidding. It's outrageous. <laughs> it's Mine, insane. What's the, what's the Yeba one from So Far Sounds? My oh, Mama. Uh, I mean, holy shit. She's it, so good. It is crazy how good she is. I'm like blown she's, away. I just met her like a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? And she was an angel. So nice. She's well, like the sweetest girl I met ever. Her, I met her um, at the BMI Awards this year. But I don't know if I was really talking to her or her dog because her dog was mad cute and I was distracted. No way, what type of dog? It's like one of those like half doodle things that's just so fucking cute, it hurts. Um, quick question, are we off the rails right now? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Yeba's dog. Okay, moving on. 
How many songs do you think you've written in your life? Oh my God, in my life? Okay, well, first I have to tell you guys quickly about the album I wrote when I was in fourth grade with my friend Emily Tamor. Girl. Oh, she she's sounds not, like a celebrity. She's not a musician. She she's I don't I don't quite know what she's doing, but we wrote this album together. Under the pseudonym, Hot Sizzling Sisters. Uh, oh my God. Okay, first of all, very creative and very fun. It's edgy. Thank you. And I got to be honest, I'm going to sing you part of the song because I wrote this when I was nine and I have not forgotten it. And it is I'm so... I'm going to Instagram it. Okay, great. It. So we recorded this whole album acapella and it went, I see you walking down the street. I secretly like you. Your eyes are gleaming. Your arms are swaying ever so wow. peacefully. I hear you're looking for a girl. And I say, why not me? Why, why not, not me? me? Hey, why not hook. me? <laughs> what? I mean, literally, okay. I, I wrote that like actually a million like years ago. Wait, wait, how old were you? Nine. You're nine years old and you're already a profound storyteller. That's, that's some Emily Dickinson yeah. shit. <laughs> So if we're counting all those songs ever, I mean, I've probably written like, like 500 to a thousand, somewhere in that range. Jesus. Wow. Yeah, I bet. That like blows me away. Okay. Since I started writing for my, mo- like since I started, like wait, since wait, wait, three wait. years ago. Oh, you spent like, like two years writing a song. I know, I've, I've written like 300 songs. That's so cool and inspiring. Yeah. I could never. It's also, I, um, I would say as a kid, I wrote like seven. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one was called Distant Face and went, Distant Face. <laughs> Catch my eye. Walk over here, right over here. Oh my yeah. God, distant Face? Distant Face, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> it was sick. It's called Creativity. I was like 11. And then I wrote like six more. And then <laughs> and that was it. And then I like didn't songwrite for a while because I was like, this is horrible. I hate songwriting. Right. But then... We started writing for the Pentatonix project. I wrote, probably wrote 50 or 60 songs well, for that. You're and I started to kind of love it. Thank you. You're and then welcome. we wrote for the Superfruit album. I wrote uh, 20 or 30 songs for that. So I would say 150 right. songs. That's written. great. I mean, Not I. Not a thousand? I mean, I haven't written a thousand. I think it probably. I, I, yeah, I, 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 gave, I gave a wide range. I gave a 500. Yeah, yeah. Song range, so I don't really know, but I've written a ton. Oh, I wish there was some way we could find out. I know because I used to also in preschool, I had no friends. It was like a time of life for me. That was tough. Whoa! And dark. I <laughs> very triggering. I used to just like walk around making up songs. I remember I'd be like, oh my god, I remember cool. like walk, walking around like singing what I saw. I'd be like Billy with his blacks, whatever. Like there I was, was a just... song you. Sorry, not to interrupt you. There was yeah. a song that you wrote in college that I really liked. It was like the city. Was that? Oh my god, the city. Yeah. You guys. I mean, I don't even know if I want to shout this out, but it is probably still on the internet somewhere. Oh my god, will you sing literally one second of it? I think the only part I remember is in the city. Yeah, I remember it too. <laughs> 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 I was always like, oh, I'm on a journey. <laughs> oh my God. I wrote the weirdest songs in college. Do you remember that? I don't remember. Do you remember a single song? <laughs> no, you don't remember. Respect you all night long. I'm going to respect you Yeah. I'm sorry. That's hot. Okay. Whoa. Thank you. Okay. An alcohol group ended up covering it. But there was another song. I literally <laughs> will probably cut this out of the podcast, but th- I thought I was being super edgy and like cool. And yeah. Like, uh, and I like wrote the song called, if you touch, uh, if you touch my girl, I'm going to break your arms and then I'll break <laughs> <laughs> your legs and then I'll leave you dead. Yes, if you touch my girl, I'll tear, you, I'll burn your house down, <laughs> make you leave town. So, so don't touch my <laughs> 
What? This is nine years ago. Well, and the thing is, I'm not. I'm literally oh, not even aggressive so or violent. <laughs> if you touch my girl, I'm gonna burn your house down. <laughs> The thing is, one, I'm not aggressive. I've never been in a physical fight. I like. You don't like girls. I, just, I definitely don't like girls. That's what I was telling you when I used to song. I used to like try to paint oh a picture. My God, if you touch my, my girl, I'm gonna break, break your legs. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, oh I'm gonna finish it and put it on iTunes. Oh, that kills me. Oh my God. This city has 18,000 views on oh it. Oh my God. <laughs> Patty took this photo to me at Gateway at USC. That was oh, in our, Gateway. In our That's why I wrote a break your arms. Oh my God. <laughs> Gateway is when Taddy and I realized. Um, Taddy and I, Taddy's my best friend who you probably, if you guys ever follow me on Instagram, is like the girl that looks like me that I Instagram daily. Um, and we lived together for almost, we lived together for like seven or eight years. Something crazy. Domestically partners. For sure. And I remember at Gateway, that just reminded me, we lived in this a room that was like the size of this table. Like it was it was tiny. We lived in a super small, whatever, college room. Yeah, yeah. And I remember we were sitting together watching Portia de Rossi give an interview about how- That's she, Ellen's- Ellen's Ellen, Yeah, Ellen Jenner's wife. And how she always thought like, she, Taddy and I were single for like ever. We were just like- <laughs> Best friends and like didn't need a Y'all man. Were dating, but you didn't really label it exactly. Yeah. So, so, so no, no, that's related. So we were watching this, and 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 Portia was like, you know, I always thought, you know, I never dated people in my twenties, and I always thought I'm just focused on my career. And once my career is like together, then then I'll find time for a relationship. And it turned out I was just a lesbian. <laughs> and Taddy and I looked at each other, and we're like, Are, Are we, we lesbians? lesbians? <laughs> And we're like, and the answer's like maybe. Honestly, no, no. For like an hour, we're like talking about it. We're like, okay, are we just in denial? Like, what's going on? And yeah, let's finally, be honest with ourselves. We decided that we shared a tiny room for a year of college when we'd come back wait, wait, from like wait. frat parties, and we never made out. Right. Yeah. We're pretty sure. Yeah, we're that's 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 a sign. Unfortunately, I would date her in a second. I, I know. Mean, well, y'all's like energies and humor is so similar, and yeah, together I mean, you're like a force. I know. We should really. We always talk about we'd be like a dope couple. Just kiss once and like and see. 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 What if you get butterflies? Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Okay, these are the three questions that no matter what mayhem we get into, we come back to. Name them. Well, let's just start with the first one. We'll just start with the first one. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, what does success look like for you? What does it mean to oh you? Oh, this is like very serendipitous that we're talking about this uh-huh. because I've been thinking about this a lot. I believe, I feel like I've figured out what success is and it's okay. feeling oh. fulfilled in what you're doing. That's definitely yep. it. If you are genuinely happy and loving what you're doing like authentically like really tap into yourself are Uh you loving it today i recorded an eight minute 50 second song and i was (laughs) screaming at the top of my lungs the whole time and normal normally i think people would like think that's horrible but i was like Mm -hmm. i love every second of this i Mm -hmm. want this to be good i'm lost in it i'm passionate about it i'm gonna do it till it's done and i'm excited to see the finished product when you feel that uh that's success success. yeah for sure i I totally agree It's, it's just being comfortable I feel like for me, it's like really similar. It's like if I'm making something authentic that feels like me that I genuinely love. Yeah. And then having people connect to it and yes. like relate to it and like live their own lives in it, that's success for that, me. And like it, I'd be lying. Really I'd be lying it. if I was like, I don't care how many people like, like uh, uh, the more people who connect to it, the oh, yeah, more. Oh, yeah, of course. You I want feel. it to blow up and but go viral, of some, course. But if I make something that I don't feel 
like is authentic, I don't feel proud of, I don't love, and it, it doesn't little, feel like success. It feels a little icky. Like yeah. almost like if somebody likes something that I did that I don't actually like, that doesn't feel successful to me. I'm actually kind of like, don't, I hope you don't like that. I don't want you, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so wow. It has to be like authentic. It has to be something that I'm really actually proud of. Definitely. I love that. Yes. Like Eponine. You really like moved Eponine. that one. <laughs> okay, second question. Second question is, what would you tell yourself at your lowest? Whew. That's heavy. Mm-hmm. I, oh, what would I tell, what would you tell yourself? You start. I would tell myself, it's kind of like what we said earlier. I would say that you are in this moment becoming a better person, a better yeah. artist, a more interesting artist. You're becoming a better friend. It's like I said, you don't want to be that one bad shoe. Mm. Like didn't feel pain. Like yeah. pain is so useful. Mm. And I didn't know that until I went through it. But if I had never gone through heartbreak or music yeah. heartbreak, you know, like label shit, if I hadn't gone through all of that, I would be a much less interesting artist. I wouldn't be as empathetic to people in the world. So like, I feel like I need yeah, a stranger. Yeah, everyone goes through so much, so you want to be able to relate. Yeah, to and I understand. Like to, a, I mean, obviously not everything, but I, to an extent, I can relate to people more because I've experienced. You've been through traumas, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I would tell. I would tell myself, like, honey, you need this. That's what yeah. I would say. How about you? tell myself at my lowest you know I do this thing I'm sure everyone does it but like I do this thing or when I'm feeling bad like serotonin low moment (laughs) I just feel like it's gonna be like that forever you know what I mean and I'm just like it's just I'm so wrapped up in that sadness at the time that it just feels permanent yeah and I like have gone through some dark times and like at those dark times (laughs) I wish I could say like Dude, it's about to be so it's great. Temporary. It's temporary. Everything is temporary. That's the message of the podcast. That is. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is temporary. Like you could be going through it and maybe it'll last like kind of a long time. But it's not but forever. But it's not forever. That's, That's huge. That's actually very important for people to, yeah, to know. Yeah, and it's relative to different things. But like it's just like I wish I could be like, Scott, you're having a panic attack yeah. about being closeted, but I promise you, yeah. if you just stay focused and like tr- and, and like keep trying and show up every day, that it could totally like, turn can around. Can you imagine how different you're, like, if, if you could meet your 16-year-old self right now and show oh them what God. your life is? I, I mean, would, actually, I, would I get like, tingles. like, look at me. I get tingles. <laughs> I feel, like, emotional thinking about no, that No, me too. You. I would literally get right up in my face yeah. and I would be like... Okay, it's about to be rough. That's normal. Yeah. A lot of people go through rough shit. I literally just got chills. <laughs> <laughs> but I would be like, but just wait. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's so true. Okay, the last question is my favorite question of the whole podcast, which is what gossip can we share? I Oh, wow. This is my favorite question you could ever ask. So part of this podcast, just so everyone knows, because this first episode has been mayhem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we're just nervous and we're like talking as fast as we can. That... Part of this is like not just to inspire you, but also to get you the gossip. Yeah, because you the Scott gossip. and I live for it. This hyping hot tea, <laughs> honey. No, I have so much gossip. Do you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. I always have gossip. Okay, well. I'm one of those queens who's like, we, just tell me. Yeah. And they do. And then now you're going to tell okay, everyone. Okay, you start. And here's the thing. If we have to bleep out names, we can bleep out names. That's oh, that's fun. Sure. Yeah. yeah, that's but fun. I'm going to hide behind this pop filter. I feel like we don't need to bleep this out because I feel fine about it. I have an amazing... This isn't a quite gossip because it happened like six years ago, but it's an amazing story. So the same Taddy that I feel like I'm going to talk about every episode a hundred times. Yeah, you're in love with her friend. and we're going we're gonna to get into that. Let's get into it. Let's work <laughs> on that for me because I would be so happy. Yeah. Um, no, she and I went to, so Maroon 5 is a Halloween party every year. Right. And do you still get invited or is it like I now do, you're not I do still list? get invited. <laughs> but it's less fun for me for sure. <laughs> um, 
Um, Taddy and I went to the first, right when I first met Adam, we went and we were like literal teenagers, like actually like 19 years old, right? And we're at this Halloween party and we're, first of all, we're like, everybody like complains that it's like so hard to make it. And like, we're making it. We made it. it. (laughs) Flash forward a decade. Anyway, um, (laughs) but, um, but also because of a long story that's not worth telling, we went to the party with Lauren Conrad from the Hills. Elsie. Who I love. I thank you. Yeah. And, and. Honestly, like I get more starstruck by reality stars because they're themselves. I was so starstruck. Oh my god, that's a really you know interesting point. Like an actor, I'm like, you're an actor. That's so cool. Like There's you're so talent talented. You and talent. we're having the time of our lives. Like we made it. Like Hollywood. We're having a great time. And we're standing with Lauren towards the end of the night. We're lit. And there's an In-N-Out truck. I have like I'm like double fisting fries. Taddy's like a burger half in her mouth. Me and we're every standing. Day. We're standing with Lauren talking to Topher Grace from that 70s show. Topher. And do you know him? I mean, okay. I said that like, I've, I've met him a couple times actually. We have the same social media guy. Okay, well, he's going to hate this, but we were we were standing in a circle and we're like, oh my God, we're, we made it. We're here with Lauren and Topher. Topher. We're doing it. Lauren and Topher, that means you made it. Yeah, and literally at one moment, we're having the time of our lives, Topher turns to his friend and goes, yo dude, can you ask these fat chicks for some weed? <gasps> oh, and then Topher no. turns... He turns to me and Taddy, no, Tover's friend, turns to me and Taddy and goes, hey, do you guys have any weed? And we're like, no. Oh, no. I cannot believe that. I know. And honestly, all of our dreams came crashing. We're like, we're we're in Hollywood. We made it. And they're like, oh, but everyone thinks we're fat. First of all, who says that? That's so mean. It was horrible. It was horrible. But. Such a funny story that that's it was funny. so worth it. I'm not even offended. I'm like, that's a crazy thing to say and yeah. so ridiculous. But also like, oh, who operates like that? I that's know. So but weird. How can you amazing. imagine I turned to Mark and I was like, can you ask these fat? <laughs> also like, <laughs> ask us yourselves. We're right here. Right. You know? We heard you. <laughs> oh, anyway, wow. that's my story. I've been dying to tell you for weeks. Oh my God. I, it was it, it was great. I, um, I also have gossip. Great. So we were on the catch cruise mm-hmm. and um, we were like, we had like this like end of the cruise party and Kesha sweet and while we were all like drinking having uh-huh. fun blah 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 and then like before you know it it's 4 a.m. everyone's left and I'm like Kesha should we leave are we overstaying our welcome she's like no stay <laughs> and I was like work and we like authentically bonded we were bonding uh-huh. and then all of a sudden I like look away blah 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 and then I look back and him and her are just like making out <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you Kesha. Kesha isn't that crazy she's a good kisser too I literally was like Sick. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. yeah How'd that happen? We were just vibing. It, just it, like it was just friend. one of those moments where we were all drunk and you're like, I'm like moved by yeah. this story. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was really crazy. First of all, she's an angel sent from so heaven. She's nice. like one of the oh, nice I've people heard I've that. ever met. I've heard that. She like reminds me of Kelly Clarkson. Like she's just like a sweetheart. Super sweetheart. And, like, loves to tell story, cares. She's like, stay, Down drink. To earth. Do you need anything? Good for you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Who can say that? Uh, not me. In the Bahamas. Wow, uh, that is good gossip. You I guys know. are welcome. I, you are no. welcome. Um, uh, I hope all our fans don't just tweet her. She's like, what the <laughs> fuck are they talking about? We'd like, Kesha, come on our podcast. <laughs> her and Rabel should come on. Rabel, That'd be fun. Kesha. Rabel, we want you both. Okay, how do we wrap it up? Okay, that's a good question. We, um, we didn't have a plan. I feel like... Bye. <laughs> there, here's what you need to say. I want to say that I'm going to listen back to this and feel really stressed out about it. I but, think you're going to feel great about but, it. But but I want everyone to stick with us because yeah, if yeah, you've yeah. learned anything about me, 
I get better with practice. Practice. So, I feel like you've done great. So this podcast is um, it's a work in progress, guys. It's Everyone, like, are we into this? Yeah, it's like when you watch season one of a show and it's exactly. like not that it's like good. Right? We talked about it. Yeah, you don't even like yes. revisit Sex in the City season one because yeah, it wasn't yeah, good yeah, yet. Yeah, but then it was Sex in the City after exactly. that. There you go. Yeah. Okay, and the other thing I'm going to say is let's not tell them, but like our guests are fire. So good. We have like, They're so good. We have like Grammy array. winners. Yeah. We have Full like array. Olympians. We have, have like, like reality stars. stars. Actors. Actors. Anyway, the point is keep tuning in. We're so excited. We're going to just keep drinking drinking and talking. Talking. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what we've been doing for nine years. Okay, I love you guys. We love you guys. We'll see you um, next time, or you'll hear us next time. You'll hear us next time. And high five. Bye. Bye. Bye.